Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT, where you're listening, you're watching on Facebook.com backslash LiveNowDT, and on YouTube.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. All inside of the Cafe Kubal Studios, fill up your cup today with your favorite coffees as well as uh, cold brews, chai, and all of their teas that they have at Cafe Kubal, as well as their sandwiches, their breakfast, oh my gosh, all their stuff that they have uh, for breakfast, for lunch, just uh, the, the snacks that you could take with them, the croissants, the chocolate chip banana breads, the cookies, and so much more. Now they have their little trail mix put together too, so get all of that at Cafe Kubal today on 3501 James Street, 324 West Water Street, 208 North Townsend Street, 401 South Salina Street, and Galasano's Children's Hospital inside all of those five locations in Syracuse and their location at 343 Fayette Street in Manlius, New York, where Rob and I spent our time this week, Rob Drummond. So with that being said, monpazpopcorn.com's what's popping. While you're listening, get it popping by going to monpazpopcorn.com. Whether you live here in central and upstate New York or you live in any one of the 50 states, you can order in-store pickup as well as online delivery at monpazpopcorn.com. If you go to the website and you use my promo code DT20, that's DT20, it's right up here, it's up here all the time, monpazpopcorn.com. Promo code DT20 online only. You can use it online only. Uh, DT20 at monpazpopcorn.com will give you the opportunity for in-store pickup or delivery to any one of the 50 states to get 20% off. So if you're heading over to 201 Old 7th North Street in Liverpool, get 20% off. And if you're ordering online and having it shipped out to, you know, wherever you live, uh, Washington, California, another part of New York, Pennsylvania, Florida, the Carolinas, Texas, Idaho, North Dakota, wherever you may be, go to myandpawspopcorn.com and use the promo code DT20. It's DT20 for 20% off your next purchase. So, inside of what's popping, we gave you the annoying moment of the week presented by Carvel DeWitt. Now it's time for Lead, Learn, Evolve, AdLib, and Deliver, proudly brought to you by Chick-fil-A Cicero. So, my uh, portion here. Uh, my, my topic here today for LEAD, which is Learn, Evolve, AdLib, and Deliver. It's an acronym I created over a year ago, uh, presented by Chick-fil-A Cicero on 7916 Brewerton Road in Cicero, New York. Uh, LEAD for today, the topic is the power of prayer. Now, again, I appreciate that uh, there are different religions there are different things that, that people focus on or don't focus on. And I can respect that and I can appreciate that. And I ask that people respect and appreciate uh, my differences as well. You know, the fact that I do very openly, very freely believe in God. I don't force it on anybody. I'm proud to be Catholic. I'm proud to be Christian. I'm proud to believe in God. And so the power of prayer. And, you know, I have friends that are all different, and I've met people from different backgrounds. I've met agnostics, atheists, uh, Catholics, people that are Christian but are not necessarily Catholic, uh, people of the Jewish faith, and so on and so forth. So, the power of prayer, right? Some of us say it that don't have a religion. Some atheists say it times of crisis. Some agnostics say it. 
Christians of all different factions, Catholics, Jewish people, Muslims, people, Buddhists, Hindus, people pray, right? We pray. And in that prayer, we find, hopefully, some peace. We find love. We find understanding. We find a road to something good, you know? I believe God guards you from the roads and the people you shouldn't be on or be around and guides you toward the places and things and people you should be around. So I love prayer and I do it every day. You know, I would say pretty much almost every single day of my life for 35 plus years I've prayed and including when I was younger. Sometimes I pray all day. A lot of times I have thoughts to pray to God. So, the power of prayer. That it works. Now, some people stop believing in God or may stop believing in God because they ask God for a million dollars and it doesn't fall out of the sky when they ask for it. You ask God for a million dollars, God might say, okay, I'll give it to you in five years. But you got to work to get there. And people want a million right now. Well, God's like, you know what? If you start working and you meet me halfway, you're going to get 20,000, then you get 50,000, then you're going to get 52,000, then you get 60,000, then you get, you know, like I'm going to get you to a million, but you're going to make what you're going to make right now. You know? And it's a beautiful thing to not just pray, but to be purposeful in your life. You know, prayers don't mean any... If you pray to God to find the love of your life, but you never leave your house, what, what is she going to do? Walk through the wall? You know? If she's not a male person or someone who delivers your food, how are you going to meet her or him? And, you know, so I think you got to do the work. And I remember two different things that were told to me uh, growing up. And... Uh, one of them was there was a man in an ocean and he was drowning and he's in the middle of the ocean. He's getting tired. He's flapping his arms and he, he says he prays to God and says, I know God will come for me. And this man comes up in a small boat and he throws him a raft and he says, come take this raft. You know, I'll save your life. And he said, no, 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 I'm fine. God's going to save me. I pray to God. God's going to come and save me. And the person's like, are you sure? And he said, yes. And he said, okay. So he leaves. Then a bigger boat comes by, right? Bigger boat comes by and throws him down, you know, throws him down a rope and says, you know, grab onto this rope, you know, grab onto the, hold on to the buoy or whatever, and we'll bring you up. He says, no, God's coming to save me. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Let's him go. Then a helicopter comes. He's getting really tired at this point. He's kind of just waiting in the water. He's got no more energy in his arms to flap his arms. It's extremely deep. Can't obviously put his feet down anywhere and can only take so much. And the helicopter comes and the helicopter calls down to him and says, take this ladder and throws him this ladder and says, grab onto this ladder. We saw you in the water. We're here to save you. And he said, no, 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 I appreciate it. But I believe that God's coming to save me. 
So the helicopter leaves, and this person drowns. And they go up to heaven, and they're at the gates of heaven. And there stands God. And God says, what are you doing here? And he said, what do you mean? You know, he said, I, I trusted in you, and you didn't, you know, you didn't come to save me. So, you know, I drowned. And God would say, I did come to save you. I sent you a raft. I sent you a buoy attached to the rope. And I sent you a ladder. And you refused me every time. You're not supposed to be here, my son. You asked for me to help you, and I did. You know, God, you know, people, people think that God is this big, booming voice, that you're going to pray, and God, you're going to hear this massive voice or see these giant eyes in the sky go, Hello, Daniel. How are you? You know what I mean? Like, that's not, that's not how God works. I mean, it's in, it's in the Bible that, you know, you, they're looking for God in all these, like, big ways, and God is this, like, tiny, teeny little, like, whisper in the wind that you have to listen really close to, you know? So, I think sometimes God is the big stuff, but, you know, I, I don't expect money to fall out of the sky, and I would be concerned about that, because when it hits the ground, if it's falling from heaven... It's probably going to burst everywhere, so the money's going to go all over the place, so that's not practical. It could hit somebody or fall on a car or something, so that's not practical. If, I, if I'm sitting in my living room and I ask God for a million dollars and I expect it to come right through my living room to me, it's going to put a hole in my roof. So the irony is, if God did do it that way and gave me a million dollars, I don't have a million dollars. I have a million dollars minus the hole in my roof. So... The power of prayer, you have to understand that uh, there's three answers to prayer. God says, yes, not right now, or no, because I have something better for you. You know, I have something that's that's better than, than even what you think. You know, because sometimes what we think is best is not. If, if God listened to every prayer that I have and said yes to, I, I mean, he did listen, but if God said yes to every prayer I asked for, I can only imagine what my life would have looked like and who it would have been around. So prayer is powerful, but don't expect anything to fall out of the sky. Don't expect there to be this loud, booming voice to wake you up in the middle of the night. You know, don't expect there to be these giant eyes that are looking, you know, down from the sky, you know, don't anticipate that. Because it's not logical. You know, prayer is a powerful, beautiful thing. And it's also, you know, in prayer and petition, you know, it comes patience. Comes a, a heck of a lot of patience. You know, and if you don't know patience, you'll get to know patience because, yeah, you're going to have no choice. I'm a firm believer that God puts you through a test and when you don't pass it or you refuse to take it, God continues to give it to you. Because there's been numerous times where God was like, I want you to, to get past this. I want you to get over this. I don't want you to be afraid of this. And then I didn't. And then he made me take it again and again and again and again and again and again and again until I was like, all right, you know what? I'll take the test. Because we don't evolve as human beings by remaining stagnant. That's, it doesn't even make sense. 
You can't evolve by not evolving. You can't move forward by standing in cement. You know, if you fix yourself in your ways and say, this is all I'm doing, I'm not ever going to be more or less than this. If you pigeonhole yourself, then, I mean, that's on you. God never sees you as just a nurse or just in, you know, a worker at Chick-fil-A or just a broadcaster or just a coach or just a player or just a flight attendant or just a groundskeeper or just a parent or just a boyfriend or just a girlfriend or just a friend or just a husband or just a wife or just a sibling or just a grandparent or just a lawyer, or just a pilot. You know, God sees you for you. God, God sees the innermost workings of you, knows all your secrets, knows everything about you, and and still loves you. You know, loves you when you're good, loves you when you could be better. And so to me, I mean, prayer is powerful. And at the same time, you have to remember that when you are praying, you can't expect... kind of crazy circumstances to happen. Oh, I asked God for a Mustang and it just showed up in my driveway. What would that teach you? It wouldn't teach you the value of hard work. It wouldn't teach you being dedicated. It wouldn't teach you having goals. It wouldn't teach you saving money. It wouldn't teach you anything. If I said, I want a Mustang and I blink my eyes and I go upstairs and, and you know, there's a Mustang. What did I do? I did nothing. I did not earn that Mustang. I didn't work toward it. I didn't save toward it. I didn't I didn't learn the value of sacrifice, dedication, determination, setting goals, achieving goals. There's no value. I mean, I might like that it's in my driveway, but there's no feeling like that I deserve that. Nobody gave me my studio. Nobody gave me my office. Nobody gave me my LLC. Nobody gave me my business. Nobody gave me the companies I work with. Nobody gave me the listeners I had. Nobody gave me the friendships that I've created. Nobody gave me the over 2,000 guests on my show. Like, could someone say, hey, you know what? I'll call such and such. We'll make this happen. Yeah, but 99.9% .9 of it is just working through it, just trying to figure it out, you know? And yeah, people help you along the way, but where do those people come from? You reached out to them at some point, right? You connected with them at some point. Something that God did in your life brought your path to their path and you crossed. So... You know, there's no value to saying, I want this, and then you get it because you didn't work toward it. God, I want a wife, so you're just going to meet somebody tomorrow and get married and know nothing about her because she showed up at your doorstep and said, God sent me to be your wife? You know, I'd be like, okay, I want to I want to know about you a little bit before I do anything. So, you know, I think prayer is very, very powerful but we have to be very realistic with prayer that miracles do happen and beautiful things do happen. But God typically involves us in our prayer, you know, praying for it and not just saying, well, God knows what I want. Being thankful, meaning what we say and saying what we mean, working toward it, trying you know, if you told God that you want to adopt a child and you didn't you didn't put your name in to adopt and you did no research or anything, I mean, how are you going to do that? 
You can't say, I want to get my driver's license and just blink your eyes and, and here it is, ding. And it's just like, you have your hand down. It's like, I want my driver's license. And it's one of those commercials where it's like, ding. And you just see the, the driver's license appear in somebody's hand. You got to go take the driver's test. You have to take the test in order to get what you want. That's what I'm saying. God gives you tests that you have to take in order to get to the next level, to go where you want to go. So many people would, I'm sure, love to work for themselves. I work harder for myself than, I work more for myself than any boss ever asked me to do. It's not that I never worked hard, I did work hard, but they didn't ask me to. Or they asked me to go here, they didn't ask me to go here. You know, my, none of my bosses, my bosses combined in the, in the broadcasting world and radio and all that stuff, they did not command out of me more than I command out of myself. I don't have to be five days a week. I don't have to be two hours a day. I don't have to go out and find all these businesses and work to partner with them. I don't have to build up all this stuff. Uh, you know, a, uh, there's broadcasters out there that don't sell their own show, talk about their own show. They don't promote their own show. They leave it up to the social media people to do it. They leave it up to the interns to do it, the account executives to sell their show. They don't even go meet these people. They just go, they just get money. Hey, give me money. You know, and again, where's the value in that? Where's the value in the relationship? I don't want somebody going out on my behalf and saying, Dan Satora is a great person and he's great to work with. Here, sign this contract. Because if I was that person, I would say, if he's so great, I want to meet him. I want to know him. If somebody said to you, I got a great girl for you, you're going to marry her. You're never going to date her. I'm just going to, I'm just going to send her to you and you're just going to marry her. And that's it. You know, I mean, you don't, that's asinine. That's crazy. You got to take the test. You got to put the work in. You go to a place to get your oil changed and they do nothing and tell you your oil's done. Do you believe them? You know what I mean? It's like you have to do the work in order for it to come through. You're thinking, oh, I got to drive over there to get my oil changed. But you don't have to change it. There's somebody there. You know what I mean? It's not like God doesn't send you angels. It's not like God doesn't send you aid and help. But you have to make the moves in your life to get there. And prayer is a part of it, you know, sending up that prayer. But it's also being thankful is a part of it, being mindful of your blessings and being thankful for those blessings. And then going out and living your life and working towards something. How horrible and boring and just uneventful would life be if you just, I mean, and there are people that sit at home. And we live in a world today where you can sit at home and make more money than going to work. I could never do that because I don't want free money. Like I could never do it because I don't want, because somebody's paying for that somewhere. It's free money for you, but someone somewhere is eating that cost because money just doesn't grow on trees. Like people say it doesn't, you know, and if all money is, is a piece of paper, then it's worthless. So, you know, for me, I couldn't, if I was willing and able to, like if I was totally capable of working, you know, it's not like I was injured or it's not like I had some type of, of, you know, disability or something that I have to work through or whatever that would make it difficult for me to do a certain thing. I mean, I remember when I got injured on the job and I was on crutches, like it was, it wouldn't have been easy for me to do any job standing because it's just constant, like under my arms that like, you know, just that feeling and your arms get like sore and then you got to kind of just move around everywhere and you're always leaning on something and you can't stand up straight and that stuff is with you. 
and the apparatus isn't electronic, you have to make those crutches work. So, you know, you're constantly, it's great for an upper body workout, but it's not fun overall. And I think that, I think that people get lost sometimes in this, you know, just stay at home and do nothing. I could never do that because I would feel like I was stealing because I, I want to, I want to earn it. You know, I want to earn it. So it's not like I go somewhere to order a cheeseburger and they don't give me the cheeseburger and they say, but you know, you had it. No, I didn't. Like I, you know, you want to, you want to earn it. I mean, yeah, that when there's, when there's different plans that help out small businesses and different things, you know, I'm not talking about that. Like that was very helpful because we're still working and we're trying to continue working. and, And that helped us out. I'm talking about people that are totally fine, totally health, health, healthy, uh, have the wherewithal to go out there and get a job and know exactly what they're doing and just decide not to. You know, that's that's hard for me because, you know, life is not meant to be just handed to you. You're supposed to learn. And there's always a catch. Somebody walks up to you in an alleyway and handed you $300. Maybe it's a good Samaritan or maybe they're going to call you someday and they hand you a, a burner phone and say, hey, here's 300 bucks. One day, I'm going to call you on this phone. I'm going to ask you to do something, and you got to do it, you know? And that ain't God. That's the devil, you know? So prayer is powerful, but you can't sit on your butt and do nothing after you pray, before you pray, while you're praying. You know, you have to be willing to put in your side. And I believe that prayer is powerful. I believe it's game-changing. I believe that it works because it's worked. My prayers have worked in so many ways in my life and other people's lives that I care about uh, professionally and personally for me. And so, you know, uh, the best way for me to conclude uh, this edition of Lead on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, proudly presented by Chick-fil-A Cicero on 7916 Brewerton Road in Cicero, New York, is to say a prayer, to speak on the power of prayer for Jim Sikowski, the owner-operator of Chick-fil-A Cicero. So... In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God, please watch over Jimmer. Watch over his loved ones. Watch over everybody whose, whose life he has touched. Uh, please cure him uh, completely and for good. And no matter what, through you, from ALS and anything else that may be ailing him, Um, anything, corona, anything, literally anything, a stub toe, a hangnail, a headache, um, heartache, you know, anything, being tired, a loved one being sick or passing away or whatever that may be, uh, please, Lord, be with Jimmer and all of his loved ones, um, his three children, his, his wonderful wife, his friends, his colleagues, his family in general, you know, I only want Jimmer to be healthy and safe and happy and filled with all of your most precious gifts uh, to do your will and be well. Uh, and may today, tonight, and so on, whether we're traveling, staying put, or both, be safe and sound and be long and fun and go by slowly in the most beautiful of ways. Uh, please help us to heal, Lord, completely and for good and no matter what, through you and handle well whatever comes our way. And uh, may we all be safe and sound and together with our loved ones, even in death, because uh, as it's been said with Jesus, uh, dying, you destroyed our death, rising, you restored our life. 
So um, I just pray that you give Jimmer nothing but life and God willing you help there to be a cure for ALS. And first and foremost, that it slows down. Uh, secondly, that it doesn't take any more lives, including Jimmer's, and that you uh, help us to find the cure, guide our hands, help us to focus on the things that matter. May science be used for good and may Jimmer heal completely and for good. And no matter what, may Jimmer heal through you uh, and handle well whatever comes his way. And, uh, you know, the same goes for all his loved ones and anybody dealing with ALS or anyone anywhere. So I send my prayers and my love and support to all of, to every soul out there. Uh, man, woman, child, plant, animal, whatever it may be. I send you my love. Even the octopus that like to punch fish. I send you my love as well. Please behave. So maybe that's what I do. Maybe before every fast break, before we cut to a fast break, I just mention octopus uh, punching fish in the face because I've done that after the first two segments we've had. So this has been Lead, proudly presented by Chick-fil-A Cicero on 7916 Brewerton Road in Cicero, New York. I want to thank Lead and I want to thank Chick-fil-A Cicero and all the wonderful people there uh, led by Jim Rusikowski. My prayers are with you, brother. I love you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Truly praying the best for you and your loved ones and uh, for everybody out there that needs a special prayer today.